Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. If you've been listening to this series for a while, we're doing a four-part series on relationships, friendships, dating, couples, all types, and we're in part three. Part one was how to be a great partner, a great friend. Part two was how to find a great partner, a great friend. And in this episode, we're going to look at how to keep a great partner, a great friend. As you probably know, I like to keep things simple so that we can remember them. And there's really one key factor we have to remember in order to maintain a great relationship. Relationships aren't found and kept and everything is fine. Relationships are worked at. They're much like exercise. If we want to be in shape, we have to work out. If we want to keep a great relationship, we have to work at it. If we rest on our laurels, if we relax, if we don't work on the relationship, it has a potential to get out of shape. It may not get out of shape, but it could. So unless both people are willing to work on it, we don't know what's going to happen. So it's important to say, okay, all I can do is my part. I can't make my partner do his or her part or my friend, but I can do my part. How do I make sure that I'm doing everything in my power to make sure I'm working on making this relationship a healthy one. And that's a lot through connection. It's a lot through, if it's a, if it's a partner relationship, it's a lot through romance. I remember years ago when I was in graduate school working on my doctorate, I took a course called Organizational Psychology, and it was about the psychological health of companies. And I distinctly remember my professor saying, the companies either grow or they die. They have to be doing one or the other. Otherwise, they don't really stay the same. They're going to keep growing or they're going to die. And I think relationships are a lot like that. We need to water them. We need to work on them. We need to spend time with them. There's many things we can do to do that, but we do need to just do that. Work on the relationship, making it a priority. What we tend to do is now that we have that friend, now that we have that partner, we can often take it for granted. Again, it's a lot like physical health. We can be in great physical health and say, well, I'm in great physical health. Why do I need to go to the gym anymore? Why do I need to work out anymore? And we all know what's going to happen with that. It's no different with couples. When they don't work on their relationship, they are going to begin to have problems. So no matter what's going on, if we have children, if we're moving, if we're starting new careers, if we're going back to school, our relationships take time and effort. I know it takes two partners, so all we can do is do our part, but we do need to do our part so that if it does go awry, we can say, was I the best partner that I could be? And if the answer is yes, then it's going to be a little easier to move forward if we have to. Hopefully we won't, but in the next episode, we will look at relationships that end and how to deal with them because they often do end. But if we are in a relationship and we want to maintain it, We have to work at it. We want to just fry that in our brain. Relationships take work. What am I doing today? What am I doing this week, this year, to make sure this relationship is getting my time and effort? Because if it isn't, it's not going to do as well. And that's often why relationships falter, because one of the two people in the relationships stops making it a priority and focuses on other things, maybe other people, other activities, other interests, and then that's when the relationship can begin to die. So, again, 
let's fry it in our brain that we have to work on relationships and can't take them for granted. They take effort, ongoing effort, until the day the relationship dies. We have to put effort into a relationship to maintain it. That's the main thing. So what can we do to maintain that healthy relationship? What are specific things we can do to make relationships work? Well, the first thing is we have to give the relationship time. Obviously, to work out, we have to make time to work out. In a relationship, we have to make time for that relationship. I know people have friends that they see every five years and they connect at a very heart level immediately. To really have a close friend, we need to spend time with them. And if it's a romantic relationship, like a partner, like our spouse, it takes time. Time is a key element of a successful relationship. If we don't regularly connect with our partner, that relationship is going to begin to falter. It takes time. Again, one of those things we just want to fry in our brain. How much time am I spending with my partner? Am I going on dates with them? Am I texting them? Am I calling them? Am I stopping and having lunch with them? It's very important to make sure that we have time with our partners, with our friends, because otherwise, like a flower, it will begin to wilt and ultimately will die. Relationships take time. In my 25 years of working with couples and helping them build healthy relationships, the number one thing I often focus on at first is, are they having time together? I get them to start going on dates. Dating is very important. We may have been married for decades, but we still need to go on dates, particularly, I think, when we have young kids, because that often is the most difficult time of a marriage, is when there's young kids at home, and we just don't make time for each other. So when I work with couples, I make sure they're going on dates regularly. Often it's once a week where they get a babysitter, or if they don't need a babysitter, making sure that there's one night, often it's making it one night a week, where they can say, okay, this is something we have to look forward to. And with time, I get them to take a weekend away. And with time, I get them to plan a week away. It is very healthy for us when we're in a relationship to spend time with that partner. Perhaps once a quarter where we can get away for a weekend. Perhaps once a year where we can get away for a week. I know it's hard to do, particularly when there's children. But it is a very healthy thing to do. Because children benefit when their parents are doing well. And they don't when parents are arguing or fighting. So it's important, very important, to find things that we love to do together. Often it's a dinner, sometimes it's a movie, a walk can be great. But it's important to make sure there's time for the relationship. Same thing with friendships. Are we calling our friends? Are we getting together with them? Are we spending time with them? We have to do the same there. Relationships take time. So as I said, that's often the first thing I focus on is, is the couple spending time together? The next thing that is also important, are we being kind and gentle with each other? That is incredibly important because I think couples may spend time together, but then they fight and they argue. And it's really critical not to do that. That's like cutting each other. With too many wounds, it just gets too hard to stay in a relationship and stay in love. Or relationships like friendships can't last when there's too many harsh things that have happened over a period of time. So what I do, because I know there's issues that have to be worked on in relationships. When I work with couples, I set up this rule. 
It's okay to talk about things, but once it starts getting intense, take a break. Now, where couples get afraid is, but if we take a break, what if we won't talk about it again? That's why they tend to keep going. So what I say is, do something to reduce that stress. Often it's going for a walk, you know, just getting away from the situation and say, let's meet up again in an hour or tomorrow morning. Let's talk about this again when we're calmer. Let the other person know we are going to continue the conversation, but not in the heat of the battle. We're going to take a break. Once it gets intense, a break is critical to maintaining a healthy relationship. We will continue the conversation, but after we take a break and get calm. Too many couples just try to keep going through thinking they'll find the solution. What they're really looking for, they want to feel better. And they want to feel better now, thinking if they could just resolve this issue, it would be over. But what they don't realize is when they're when we're upset, that is a horrible time to keep going because it's just too much emotion. And often we just can't think logically. It's like talking to someone who's drunk. We don't try to have conversations with a drunk person. When a person's angry, they're often angry like a drunk person. They just can't think clearly. So if we give them the space, if we take the space and say, hey, let's talk about this tomorrow or let's take a break and get back together in an hour, I think we'll find that our partner will be willing to hang in there and they won't be fearful that we won't talk about it again, but they'll also be calmer. And in that calmness, we can resolve things. Now, again, it may get intense. So let's take a break again. And we just keep taking breaks until we reach a resolution. Sometimes it is good to find a third party like a therapist to help us work through things. But it's important to stay calm and stay loving no matter what. That is a great way to maintain a healthy relationship. Because when we're calm, we're going to listen to the other person. We're not going to say derogatory things. And we're going to perhaps work through the issues that we need to work through. So let's talk about next how to work through issues. Because obviously things can come up that can be a bit challenging to work through. We may just disagree. So what do we do, Dr. Puff, when we disagree? In regards to conflict resolution, I think we're all going to really like this one. Because sometimes we have to make decisions where we disagree. What do we do when we both agree that we disagree? What are our options? Again, I like to keep things simple. So here's what we do. When we have to make a decision, we have three choices as a couple. One is, of course, we can agree. That's one. The second thing is we can take turns, two. And number three is we can compromise. And let me use an example to illustrate that. I use this all the time in therapy, and it's a very effective way to navigate decisions when we have to make decisions. Okay, let's say, for example, we're going to go on vacation this year. The first thing we can do is agree. We can both agree that this year, let's go to Hawaii for vacation. Wouldn't that be great? Yep, that'd be great. That's easy. We know how to make decisions where we both agree. But then let's say, for example, I want to go to Hawaii, but my partner wants to go to New York City. What do we do then? Well, here's what we can do. If we were to compromise, perhaps what we could do is say, well, let's not go to New York this year. Let's not go to Hawaii. Instead, let's go to Chicago. That'd be great. Yeah, that's a good compromise. We both agree to it. So we could do something like that. That's what's called a compromise. The third option would be to take turns. We could say, well, we haven't been to Hawaii in a long time. Let's go to Hawaii this year. And then next year, let's go to New York City. Now, the key is if we take turns, we have to honor that. We can't next year talk them out of it. We have to be respectful of them and of ourselves. And respect means when we say something, we stick to our word. We agree to it. So 
Again, it's very simple. When we make decisions, we can, of course, agree. But when we disagree, across the board, we have to do this. We have to either compromise or we have to take turns. Because if we don't do that, resentments are going to hold. We may get our way, but in the long run, the other person is going to be resentful towards us. And there's so many ways this can be worked out. So it's important to talk about it, feel like we're being fair. Fairness is a beautiful way to have relationships work well. When we both feel that it's being fair, we both gave something, we both took something away, then we feel pretty good about the relationship. But if we aren't, if we try to win, if we try to knock the other person down and get our way, resentments build. And with time, those resentments turn into a loss of the care for that other partner. And we don't want that. In regards to relationships, I really could go on and on about how to make a relationship be healthy. I could write a book about it. But what I want to do is talk about one more thing that I think is crucial in a healthy relationship. We need to have things that we like to do together. We may have grown so far apart that we have nothing in interest. Then we need to find things. We need to try new things. Because friendships, as we know, are built on having similarities. Relationships aren't any different. We need to have things in common that we both enjoy to do. Because when we enjoy doing something with our partner, what will happen is fond feelings will start being transposed towards that other person. And that's what makes a relationship healthy. Now, sometimes I hear couples say, but Dr. Puff, we don't know what to do. We don't have any common interests. So I had a friend of mine once who was stuck in that situation. He had worked really hard on developing his career and he didn't have much in common with his wife anymore. So every week they took a day off together and they just found things. They tried different things until they found things that they could do that they both enjoyed to do together. So because we're committed to this relationship, whether it's a friendship or particularly if it's a partnership, we do need to make that effort to say, let's find things that we can do together that we both enjoy. Again, it may be a bit of a compromise. Maybe we both don't totally love camping, but maybe we could go stay in a log cabin and that would be great because we both really enjoy nature. Maybe we both don't like sporting events, but maybe we could join a local soccer team and have fun and meet new friends and have time together doing that. Again, it's a give and take. It's a lot of trying new things. There are a plethora of things we can do in life, but we have to, if we want to maintain that relationship, we have to have things in common. Not everything. It's totally fine to have differences. We, we do things with our friends and then we do things with our partner, but we have to have things that we do just with our partner sometimes that is ours, that we can own and say, wow, that is great. We love that. That is so much fun to do together. I mean, it's much like eating really healthy food. It just gives vitality to the relationship. If we infuse our relationship with love, with that memories of having good things we do together that put smiles on our face, that's going to make us like our partner more and enjoy their relationship so much more. So let's cover the three main things that we talked about today. One is we have to make the relationship a priority. We do. If we want to maintain a relationship, it takes time. The second thing is we need to be kind, romantic, loving in the relationship. Meanness, cruelness makes relationships end very quickly. We may stay in them, but we're not going to be happy. 
And the third thing we want to do is we want to have things that we like to do together so that we look forward to spending time with our partner, with our friends. With those three things, it's going to be pretty tough not to have a great relationship. It may not be perfect, but it will be pretty good. Unfortunately, we can't guarantee our partner will agree to these three things. But if we do these three things with our partner, and if we can have them listen to this and it makes sense to them, I think we'll find that we can develop a very loving relationship with our partner. It works. Try it. Really try it. If you're unhappy in your current relationship, sit down with your partner and say, Hey, are we doing these three things? Are we spending time together? Are we being loving? And do we have fond memories together? Things that we both enjoy. If not, let's figure out how to do that. Because relationships are worth it if they're good. They really can be worth it if we work at them. And again, all we can do is our part. We can't make our partner do it. But if we do our part to the best of our ability, then we're going to feel good about ourselves. No matter what happens, we can say, hey, I am capable of being a great partner. Maybe it won't be with you, but I am capable of being a great partner. And that's really all we can do because sometimes our partners do change, which we'll be talking about next time. Sometimes they get into addictions. Sometimes they go with someone else. Sometimes they have disorders, mental disorders that really affect them in the long run. But all we can do, as always, is focus on ourselves. Be the great partner. We don't know what the other person's going to do, but what we can do is be the great partner. Again, it'd be like going to the gym because our partner doesn't go to the gym. We're not going to go to the gym. No, take care of ourselves and be a great partner. So no matter what happens, we can look in the mirror and say, I like this person because he or she was a great partner in this relationship. And if it does end, sometimes it can end through death. We're going to be okay because we took care of ourselves. That's the ultimate focus. The second focus is having our partners participate with us in making this a great relationship. They may not always do it, but we do our part. And that's what's going to help us feel good and be happy because we know we have done our part. Relationships take work, but they're really worth it. Whether it's a life partner or it's an awesome friend, they're worth it. And we will track people where we're at. So let's be great partners so that we can attract and be in great relationships. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. And if you go there, you're going to find at the top of the page a little icon that has a G plus in it and then another little icon that has a Yelp on it. People find out about this podcast by us sharing it with other people. If you want to leave a review on either of those two sites, that would be great because it helps people learn about this happiness podcast. So until next time, accept what is, love what is. <laughs>